and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Book Roberts. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is. Is kind of. It's not exactly that. But today, actually, we did watch a, a brand new reality show. We're going to talk about it uh, a little later. Um, but first, folks, how are you? Are you doing well? Do you like us? Well, if you do, why don't you give us five stars on the Apple Podcast app? Write a little nice review for us. Uh, we appreciate it. Also, if you want more of us and, 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 and you're missing, I mean, last week was the first week that we, we did not have two episodes go up on the main feed because why? Well, the challenge is over. And Can you believe it? Did you feel withdrawal? I mean, really, I felt like, what am I doing with my life? I feel like I was doing no work all week. I felt like I was neglecting my responsibilities, but that's not the case. Well, honestly, thank God we didn't have the challenge last week because as you will learn in a little bit, we didn't have the internet, but... Back to Nick's point, if you want more of us, sign up for our Patreon doggy. You get two episodes a month. And at this point, there's like a back catalog. You can catch up on it. Lots of dark secrets um, <laughs> you can find on there. One episode I talked about with your dad yesterday um, that I'm still reeling over, but he tried to mollify my uh, emotions, told me there was nothing really to worry about. And by your dad, she means my dad, not like your dad. Not like your dad, <laughs> yeah, Nick's yeah. dad. Um, and you can catch our, our Patreon over at patreon.com forward slash reality blows. Or if you want anything reality blows, go to realityblowspodcast.com. And now let's begin that dang show that we do. Folks, as actually was saying before, yeah, I mean, it's been a little tough on us this week because there was a storm that hit the East Coast. Big, big storm. Isaias? Is that I how think, we're saying it? Yeah. Isaias? That sounds right. Hurricane Isaias? I actually, this is the first time I've ever heard it, the name. Um, I, All I know is that we had a hurricane that hit the East Coast. It seems like it kind of rolled up by the Carolinas and then really wreaked havoc over here in New Jersey. Yeah, just really danced along the Jersey Shore for a little bit. I mean, for real, we had tornadoes touching down over on the Jersey Shore near where we are uh, camping right now. Not camping, but we're in the clubhouse, as you guys know. We're camped out in the clubhouse. Um. So, uh, yeah, it got kind of crazy for, I don't know, an hour on a, on a random ass Tuesday. I'd like to set the scene a little bit. Yeah. So Nick and I, you know, we've been in the clubhouse for a couple of months now. And um, the summer, past few weeks, it's been pretty busy in the fact that we were both doing our comedy camp that's run through um, Gotham and New York City. So we were both doing that. I was doing the morning. Nick was doing the afternoon. We got a rhythm going. We were figuring out how to share the Ethernet cable in a way where there was harmony and peace within the entire house. Um, because the internet is, we're in a house and the internet is not wonderful, uh, all the way up in the clubhouse. So we've, you know, Nick ingeniously strung an ethernet cable through the window going out the back of the house. Like true rednecks. <laughs> uh, I have just wires hanging out of windows going into other windows. Hey, it gets us that full speed and we're just riding the waves of the internet. So coming up on last week, last week was going to be different. Because last week is the one week out of the year where I teach um, at Sarah Lawrence University through like a writer's program for high school kids. It's such a wonderful time. It's usually on campus. I think I'm 100% sure we talked about it last year because um, I love to go there and just like you live on campus in the dorm and that's just so up my alley. Um, and then this year it was all over Zoom, but it's an all day thing. It's an all-day thing. And so getting into uh, last week, Nick and I started to panic because I did not bring up the fact or I didn't really have time to address the fact that we were going to need two Ethernet cables. You know, I was riding that. I was just kind of uh, in my little birthday cloud. I'll be honest. Last week I was in a birthday cloud. Wasn't thinking about the future. And then here we are. We're coming up on Sunday. We're looking at Sunday and Sunday's looking at Monday, and Monday's saying, what are you guys going to do about the internet? You can't split the cable at the same time. So we panicked. We went, we found a Best Buy, um, had a weird time at a Best Buy. I'll tell you what, <laughs> if, if I can just do a little Best Buy aside here. You know, Ashley and I have been going to one store here uh, while we've been uh, quarantining, you know, kind of quarantining, but 
um, you know, being isolated from the world here on the Jersey Shore. And uh, that store is Target. It's in the township that we are in. It's a particular Target. We're not just willy-nilly yeah. going to it's, Target. It's one particular Target. Yeah. It's, it's usually empty. It's never really anybody in there. But they're, the Target there, it's the only store, main store that I've been into. I've been into like a little delis and stuff here and there to grab milk, you know. Um, but yeah, this was the only store, capital S, that we've mm-hmm. been into. And so uh, that's the only experience I've had um pre-pandemic or post-pandemic or or current pandemic store experience we go in there's not that many people in there it's okay we uh get in there get out i buy some seltzer we uh we then had to go to a uh a best buy that was way far away from where we are staying and uh we walked in and it's like at the front door there was like three security guards with gloves and masks. They had a card table open, and then they had like hand pump sanitizer. They were like they had a they had a thing that said wear a mask, talk to security. The security person was like, "What are you looking for?" And then we're like, "Hey, we need some like stuff for Ethernet cables." They were like, "Okay, here's where it is." They pointed exactly in the section. They go, "If you have issues over there, you must come back, and we will help you." Basically saying, "We don't want you meandering around our Best Buy. We want you to get in and get out." And then when I walked in there, I realized I was like, "Wow, this is good." Like we go right in there, and they have some people making sure at the door. And I was like, "This fucking Target that we've been going to is just like." letting us run rampant <laughs> there's no security around yeah people wear masks but there's nose out assassins in there you know as there you guys are know, these people who have their big old noses and believe me in new jersey those noses are big baby and those things are creeping over that mask uh, attacking me um well i figured out why um there's no one in our target because after best buy we were next to another target right and i got some birthday uh gift cards and i was like babe can we just pop into target real quick i just really want to get in there just real quick because we're right here and nick was like okay fine so we go into that target wow it had selections i'm realizing our target that we go to the reason why there's not that many people there it's bare bones yeah, there ain't nothing in it <laughs> but also this target was like same deal like they locked off a yeah an this, entrance. this target couldn't... on sunday was like yeah there's an entrance locked off they're like funneling people in there's a woman at the front and i was like oh my god and then but they had like full racks of yeah. stuff they had some shit in there that people, that people wanted <laughs> it was exciting you go to the target we've been going to it's literally bare shelves that are just like one they'll just be like a kid's pool goggles on a shelf and that's it in an aisle yeah ashley i and i go we buy seltzer we pick up the same like four you know uh boxes of pool goggles we look i get a scrunchie yeah we look at the pool goggles (laughs) we put it back down ashley gets a scrunchie Okay, so just so you understand, and this is why I wanted to paint the picture. The Sunday before, we were very stressed trying to get this uh, hookup here so that we could both teach. I mean, I would say that going into a new store that you haven't been in in quarantine in New Jersey, it feels um, it's there's high anxiety levels associated with it. But we we did it, and then we came home and it worked, and we were so excited. And then Monday it worked, and you know I worked from eleven to five without an issue and then Nick was able to do his class and we're like oh my god this week is gonna be a breeze and then Tuesday Tuesday the storm hit and knocked over a big ass tree that knocked over a bunch of wires that somehow uprooted a car and uh we got a little visit from a police officer yeah, I mean, this this tree, uh, the winds were so crazy. The tree was pushed down, um, did not snap. It, it was uh, uprooted. uprooted. And then uh, the car that was parked in the parking space right in front of this tree was scooped up. Lifted, like, I would say a good three and a half, three feet, you know, in because the air, as if it was, it was like a shovel. Like the, the tree's roots were under the street, the street. And so when the tree was completely uprooted, it broke through the pavement. This is not a little fuck around tree. Excuse hey, my language. This ain't no fuck around tree. <laughs> this is a big ass tree. This is a big ass fuckboy tree. Enough to lift an SUV three feet from the front end. Yeah, it was crazy. It and was then, wild. And then the top of the tree like smashed into the house in front. It was like the only tree on the block, too. I mean, uh, it was wild. But this was happening all while I was um, teaching my class. And uh, the power went out, flickered in and out a couple of times. We lost it. But it came back pretty quickly. 
But what didn't come back was our internet uh, because the cable cable wire was uh, knocked down in that tree incident and a police officer clipped it and rolled it up and put it on the side of our house and then came up to us to let us know that we are not going to have cable or internet and only us. It was the cable that was uh, directly uh, associated with our home. No one else on the block. <laughs> the only people who actually need it, everyone else around us is vacationing. Yeah, they're all people who are like here for the week yeah. or, or they're uh, you know older folks who are retired and have moved here. We are consistently um not only do we need it to watch television and also cruise the sweet sweet web but also actually and i teach off the goddamn thing all day long yeah we're so, zooming non-stop yeah, and we're so. both zooming we both need it we're before, zooming we're booming before we get into the aftermath um that happened in the house of not having internet or cable which oh my god the repercussions which by the way i did could never in a million years i would never have expected everyone to be so affected let me by tell it. you this folks you want to know what happens okay you want me, to, want me to explain how this goes down go to a pond okay take a little rock and i want you to just throw it in the pond look at that ripples those ripples that was our week but before we get into that nick you saw a guy move his car I did. Um, about two hours prior to the storm hitting, I mean, we had, uh, you know, every warning in the world that this was going to happen. Um, also, you know, people coming on, on television telling us that this one's going to be big, kind of comparing it to other major storms that have happened in the area. And then, you know, that coupled with the commentary by some of my family members being like, boy, oh boy, they, they're, they're really milking this one. And, uh, boy, oh boy, they love this. And, you know, kind of, uh, I would say, anticipating that they were kind of embellishing how extreme this would be. It was extreme for a while. But yes, I looked outside two hours prior to the tree going down, and there, uh, the space right next to the tree that went down, a man in a Lincoln just moved his car from that spot to across the street, away from that tree, and that tree would have smashed that guy's car. And wow. he knew. He knew. Uh, it's crazy. It was. It's crazy that he was able to predict that. He knew. That SUV sat there, though, lifted up for like a few days. New York plates. There you go. New York plates. Now let's talk about these ripples that you were alluding to in the pond. Um, I didn't realize all of us were so dependent on the cable and the internet. I, I kind of thought we'd be okay. Um, oh, you don't know my family. <laughs> and I saw people looking really distraught. I saw faces of people going through withdrawals. Listen, folks. There's, I mean, it shouldn't be a, it shouldn't be a secret to you guys. It shouldn't be a surprise to you guys. Okay, my family likes their television. Okay, I mean, I, I do a freaking podcast about TV. Okay, you think my the other generations of my family doesn't like television? They like it. We're sitting here on the Jersey Shore with my mother. And her mother. And, uh, you know, the two of them, they would like their television. My mother is a diehard reality television fan. She should be the one doing the reality television podcast. She is up on every single Bravo reality show. And I'm telling yeah, you, everyone. she really is. I mean, I walk in, and she'll be watching some random episode of some random season of Below Deck, and she knows exactly the storylines between, uh, between each character, where they're headed, where we are in the season. She knows everything. You could quiz her on it. She knows. And in that, I wouldn't even say is her main story, is her main show. Her main show is The Housewives. She knows every housewife. doesn't matter who it is. She knows the storylines. She knows the backstory. And then sometimes she even knows like some other shit. Yeah. Because she, she also does her due diligence. Like, she, Ashley, she follows up on the internet. Yeah, I can walk into her room and be like, who's that? And she'll be like, oh, that's a friend from season three who came. And she had a couple of episodes. Like, she's an encyclopedic knowledge for sure. Well, she kind of figured out what to do, though. Because she figured out that she can sign up for some YouTube she, thing. She signed up for YouTube yeah. TV. Yep. She was like, oh, I'm just going to do that. So, like, after, like, the first 24 hours, she was kind of taken care of. Now, the person in the house I was most and worried about. Can I talk Can I talk about that for one second? Yeah. So, so like, I mean, she was right there with us because, I mean, we're not freaking out so much about cable. As a matter of fact, we had cable in our little clubhouse and we actually disconnected it to put the television close to where the Ethernet is. Before so can, all this happened. So we can do some Roku. We like, we prefer our Roku. We yeah. like our Roku. We're Roku kids. We're, we're cord cutters, except we have so many cords. Um, I've never seen so many cords in my life. Insane. 
But uh, yeah, we um, we're Roku people. The cable didn't affect us too too much, especially because it happened literally the week after the challenge was over. That would have really hurt us and you by proxy. Yeah, but it didn't. You know, we were safe. We were okay. So um, you know, my mother though she she likes she likes the television. Um, and, and so she likes to, uh, you know, watch her, her, her reality shows, uh, over and over again on the Bravo. Um, and so she signed up for the YouTube television. Mm. What was I, go- where was I going? I don't know. Cause you were like, <laughs> you got I very excited. Cause forgot. I was going to just say like, she took care of herself. Like in the first few, like in the first 20 hours. I remember now. Oh, wow. Cause the anxiety in her voice was just like the rest of us. What are we going to do? Oh my God, how long will it be out? What are we going to do here? I mean, we are in a pandemic. You can't really do much. I mean, you can walk around, but, how, but eventually that's bored. We're going to want to go home and watch TV. And us, we're freaking out over the internet. As soon as she got that YouTube TV on her phone, all of a sudden she was downstairs on the couch being like, boy, oh boy, this is quite a mess, huh? Well, we'll get through it as a family. Like, <laughs> like her tune changed because she had her fix. You know, she knew she had her fix for a 14-day trial. She was going to be able to wait this storm out. Meanwhile, me and you, our hands are shaking. <laughs> You know, we're, we're, we're eating, you know, we're eating everything in the goddamn house. We can't do anything. You know, I'm drinking 14 cups of coffee trying to see if that's what's going to help me. But no, because the problem is I don't have the free data to do the YouTube television. And honestly, the YouTube television would have helped us. I need my internet. We need to zoom. We need to zoom, zoom, zoom. We need zoom. to zoom, zoom, zoom. The person that I was most worried about, though, was your grandmother. Oh, boy. Well, my grandmother, she's not a reality television person. No. What she likes to watch is a combination of two things. Really cute, like, um, British-style, like, house hunters shows. Looking for cottages in the country. Yes. like um, like, oh, I love that the little, there's a garden. (laughs) Wait, what was that? There's a little garden. There's a garden. Yes, there's a a network called Dabble where it's, like, British home and garden. Yeah. Um, And then she likes hardcore, like, murder procedurals. After he killed his children, he then drove a car into a McDonald's. Yeah, she likes uh, she likes stuff where people are recounting. Like, there's literally a show that she watches called "The Worst Pain I've Ever Been In." There's like, the worst pain <laughs> I've ever been in. There's the worst people, the m- most evil people on earth. Most evil people on earth. She had no soul after killing her entire family. It's just that it recounts people killing their family. Every time I walk downstairs, it seems like it's someone whose family has been she, murdered. She killed her family and then she went to Popeyes. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, like uh, that. stuff like Little that. Little did he know the insurance company would follow up on his house of horrors. She said she wouldn't feel comfortable until she ate all the toads. And then it goes to... And then I'd like a little sink in front of a window so that I can wash my dishes and look out at the meadow. She also likes procedurals, though. She likes the, the like she likes the Good Wife or whatever, or like uh, or maybe that's not the, the show. Good Wife. Medium. Medium. Medium, yeah, where it's always like I have a premonition that this man has done something. Yes, wrong. Every episode <laughs> of Medium, uh, the main character uh, who is a medium um, has a dream, a premonition, um, where she or either she she's like. She'll she'll go in she'll go into like a coffee shop and she'll order coffee. This is every single episode. And then she'll look and she'll see like a young she'll see like a, a poster of like a missing child. And then she'll have a flashback. <gasps> and then it'll be like that missing child she's like holding like as her own baby. And yeah. then she's like, Oh, sorry. And the ma'am's like, It's two fifty. And she's like, Oh, I'm sorry. And she pays and then goes home. And then she washes the dishes like really hard. And then her husband comes home and her husband goes, uh, baby, are you okay? And he's like, I'm sorry, I just saw a picture of a of a girl. That was our daughter. I dreamt that it was our daughter. And then the guy's like, you're crazy. Relax. So just because you saw a picture means something. And it's like, this fucking guy doesn't realize every single episode she turns out to be right. It's wild. It seems that someone is always doubting her and that she's always like, I don't know. I, I feel like I might be onto something. And it's like, lady, you clearly have a gift. Embrace it and dump that husband. Seriously. Sure, he's handsome. He's got great hair and he's British and doing an American accent poorly, but still dump his ass. And then there's Jeopardy. And that's the crown jewel. Well, Jeopardy and then also on Mondays. Oh, um, yeah. Roadhouse. Uh, not, no, yeah, she watches the movie Roadhouse oh, every um, Monday. Auction. What's it called? 
Uh, the PBS show where they do the auctions. Yeah, people are screaming at us. Right oh, now. God, this is so painful. <laughs> Whatever. Road uh, auction. Auction road. <laughs> Pause it right now. I thought of it. Antique road show. <laughs> I thought of it. Antique oh, road show. I didn't want people to think we, we looked it up. <laughs> yeah, as soon as we paused it, Nick was like, antique road show. Yeah. She so, loves that. So that's what she's watching now. That and 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 my my mother, uh, my my grandmother, uh, you know, she can't see. You know, she's partially blind, um, so it she can't really read. You know, she's in her eighties. It's it's tough for her to walk around. So television is is an important part of her daily routine. That and listening to hours and hours of audiobooks. I mean, the woman listens to more audiobooks than I've ever met anybody listening to audiobooks, and she's it's, learning a lot. It's so funny because all of this is on like volume for an elderly person. You know what I mean? Like it's loud enough you can hear it when you walk in the room. Yes. So you'll like walk into the room and she'll be listening to an audiobook and they'll be like, Marianne was worried she would never get pregnant. And then you like go, you get some cereal and then you come back and then, and then it's like, after her fourth kid, she decided to get pregnant one more time. Yeah, and then she's reading, <laughs> she was reading or listening to Daniel Steele. It's just like people, it's and it cuts like you'll, you'll hear like a slice of a life story and then you'll five minutes later, like 20 years will have passed. It feels like, or she switches to another audiobook and you're like, listening to this person. She was like, like she did chill. Yeah. 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 It goes from like that Daniel Steele to like talking about a prime minister. And yeah. I'm like, boy, Daniel Steele's uh, really getting crazy with her stories these days. And then Nanny would be like, I think I switched the book. Can you <laughs> help me? Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, and there's only only so much of that that you can listen to before you go crazy. I mean, yeah. she even knows it. You know, she needs her goddamn Jeopardy. We all do. So yeah, Jeopardy is a staple. Yes, it's a staple. I mean, we all stop and watch the Jeopardy when that comes. It brings on. us together. So needless to say, a really crazy week because Tuesday the power goes out and or the cable goes out and the Internet goes out. Folks, we don't get it back till Saturday. 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 We, we get it. We're very lucky that that is our biggest problem. I feel very grateful. That I don't feel lucky. I feel I, screwed in life. I feel very grateful. I'm not grateful for shit. But it was wild that we didn't have the internet for five days. Um, and we had to really sort of get creative. And one thing Nick and I did was we started playing a board game together. That's right. Ashley and I, as you guys know, went out and bought a bunch of board games and almost struck out on her birthday by not playing them. But we ended up playing another game called Balderdash, which was a lot of fun. Which turned out to be the best game to play was, because we can't stop laughing about it. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. But we had uh, two other games that we played, we grabbed, which was one was Risk. And needless to say, Risk is going to take maybe more than six days of power outage. Seems like everybody play. hates the idea of playing it, Risk. It's tough. It's a tough. It's just like that's a tough start. Yeah. You know? But we bought another game, and that game is called like a, a Escape of the Haunted House or something. Escape what is the Evil House of Doom or something like that. And it's, it, it's a choose-your-own-adventure cooperative board game. It's so cool. It's very, very cool. You're basically uh, a private investigator, and you got a hunch, okay? You got to use your psychic abilities to investigate this hunch and see what's going on on that weird house on the hill. And there's like, um, there's like totally a board, like an actual board that you play on, and you, you go up and down on sort of a danger level and your psychic meter level. And depending on where you're at on your psychic meter level or your danger level depends on like, um, there's like points when you come into contact with like villainous characters or you find yourself in uh, perilous situations. Um, and then you have a stack of cards and you're going through this story and you make choices together about what we're going to do, how we're going to attack this situation. Should we explore the weird doll room on the first floor? Should we go with the maid Who's beckoning, beckoning us closer? What do we do when we are approached by the ghost of the dead general? Yeah, sure, we couldn't get through chapter two without dying twice, but you get to keep playing after you die, which is great. Um, we're kind of in the middle of the game. It takes a while because it's it's a whole choose-your-own-adventure book, and Nick and I are going back and forth to uh, explore everything in the house. It brought us together. We played it on the floor like two little kids. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, and it, I love these games where it's just like, um, 
Oh my God, there's a ghost of a, a Civil War general and he's going to kill us. We have to fight back. What do we do? It's like, roll a dice. If you get more than three, you win. If you get less than three, you're dead. Yeah. And it's like, okay, let's do it. And you roll the dice and you're like, we got a four. Yes, <laughs> we beat the ghost. Um, it's very basic. Uh, I would guess, I, I think that's kind of like... Um, a Dungeons and Dragons rules when you kind of roll to see yeah. what you get, mm -hmm. but really, really um, dumbed down. This is for kids. It's for kids. We but can say that it is a lot of fun. So much fun that when we were in that Target again, uh, we bought a second version of it. There's a different story. Well, wow, this was crazy. This made me feel like the luckiest kid in town. We uh, we were exploring our crappy Target, and in the back of our crappy Target, there was like just an empty aisle, and then I saw like a little rinky-dink sign that was like hanging halfway that said clearance, and I went and looked at it, and it had some board games on it, and one of those games was this, another version of this game, because really you can only play it like once, right? You can only play it once together, and then you take it home, you play it with your little brother, um, and then it was... Another version, this is called like Defeat the Evil Master of Power or something like that. And it was seven bucks. Apparently not many people are buying this game. Yeah, we bought the first one for 25 And we, we like it. And apparently this company comes out with a whole bunch of cooperative sort of uh, board games, which I think is a fun sort of twist on the board game where you're not playing against one another. You're playing with one another. Nick got me a um, like choose your own adventure. You're a cat book for my birthday a couple years ago so fun to be a cat oh my god and choosing your own adventure the best and then um i think you got me a choose your own adventure you're a cat in the zombie apocalypse well it's the second in the series second in the series mm -hmm. which i haven't i have not read yet but i'm excited to i wanted to write a choose your own adventure you're in the mall but I don't really know what you would be doing besides going into stores and kind of looking around. Well, there has to be some sort of uh, story going on. You have yeah. to come up with a story because that choose your own adventure cat thing, it really has nothing to do with the cat. It's about the turmoil that the family is in. Yeah, but the, you there's things that happen to the cat that you sure. didn't get to. No, no. I mean, there are things. I, I read through it. There are things that happen to the cat, but, um, you know. Basically, spoiler alert, the cat can die in a bunch of different ways. Yes, and uh, the family dies also. It's, uh, it's a whole <laughs> bunch of weird shit, but uh, you should check those books out. I don't know what the name of them are. Um, so we talked about playing that board game, and we talked about the actual books, and then I have another kid's game I'd like to talk about, But which, by the way, let us know if it's weird that we're adults who enjoy kid stuff so much. Do you think it's weird, Nick? Is this something we should be worried about? What kid stuff? Disney. Nah, a lot of people like Disney. The Happy Meal toys of Disney characters. <laughs> that That's just one time I bought you that stuff. I, I don't like kid stuff so much. I love to roller skate. Is that a kid stuff? I think we're talking about you. What the? Could be you. I don't like too much kid stuff. You like a lot of kid stuff. Look at the birthday present that my dad got you. Oh, it's my God. It's for a toddler. I'm so excited by this. So the birthday celebrations continued on into the week. Um, I think you heard about, you know, last week we talked about my big my big day, my big Friday, my Friday, and uh, Saturday, social distancing. In the Actually, park. our Patreon is where we went, d recapped your entire birthday. So you got to oh, check our Patreon for that. There you go. Got to find out about that. So I, I'll tell you, like, this is the kind of gal that I am, right? I like a birthday celebration, um, but then I like to keep it simple afterwards. I'm not trying to be too flashy. You know what I mean? And um, we were a, we were arranging a, a lunch with Nick's dad for a birthday lunch, like a week after my birthday. And I kind of felt, I was like worried that people were going to be put off that we were continuing to celebrate my birthday. You know, I was like expressing that to Nick. Like, yeah. is everybody going to be annoyed that like <laughs> this birthday train run is keep running through the month? And Nick was like, no, no one's annoyed by that. Yeah, I mean... Uh I guess no one was annoyed by that. I didn't actually ask them. But you were just basically uh, resp re kind of responding to the fact that the text thread that it was in, um, some of the responses were either none or terse. Yeah, no exclamation points being used or right. anything so like that. So in your mind, you're like, great, everybody hates me. I get very obsessive over the word choice people use in um, text message threads. So... 
I, you know, we go to this lunch, and then let me tell you what, I could not believe it. Uh, saving it for the best for last. What a cool present I was given, and I was like, oh my god, it's it was today was exactly how it should be. My birthday celebration should be going on this extra week to get to this present, which is a 1982 Disney viewfinder. Okay, it's shaped like Mickey. You put it over your eyes. It's 3D. Okay, you click through the first reel that came with the viewfinder, and it's sort of animation stills, and that's great. But guess what follows it up? Guess what follows it up? A pack of viewfinder pics from Frontierland, folks, and they seem to have been taken in the 60s. I'm trying to place the time based on how people are dressed. Um, it's three reels. It's the wonderful world of Disney. It's from Disneyland, the Magic Kingdom Frontierland. There is, in this Viewmaster pack, an entire reel of just Country Bear picks. Wow. I mean, that's exactly, that's worth the price of admission right there, Ash. It's so exciting. And there is also a reel in here, okay? There's also a reel in here. Reel number three. That seems to show mm, a pretty problematic <laughs> <laughs> um, attraction that I didn't know existed, but must have existed at some point in Frontierland, which shows the early settlers being sort of attacked by uh, natives on the land first peoples yeah there's like a, a a slide in which like the like i guess you would take some sort of a canoe ride around frontier land and you would see you know the the you it would tell a story of the early settlers and at one point uh, it seems like the natives had burned their cabins down there is a picture of a cabin <laughs> on fire and it says um the antiquated word um burns a settler's cabins yeah now, we don't know that that wasn't historically accurate. I mean, it may have happened. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know that it's, you know, I, I don't know if that, that's if that's problematic. I would say that right off the, the, the top, you'd look at that and be like, boy, we wouldn't be talking about that these days. But I don't know. I mean, they did not like one another. Um, you know, cowboys yeah. and Indians uh, are a thing that kids played for years and years because there seemed to be animosity between the settlers and the Native Americans. Right. Thanksgiving's so, a lie. We all Thanksgiving know that is a lie at this uh, point. The first Thanksgiving, yeah. Um, so, so, but we don't know. We don't. We were not there. But let's just say that when Ashley was, you know, having so much fun. Oh, look at this! It's the riverboat, and look, it's the country bears, and look. Wait a minute! There's a cabin on fire. Uh, what's happening here? It is frightening. It's almost as if we're in some sort of a horror movie <laughs> where you would clip, th like, click through this viewfinder, and it would be nice, nice, and then all of a sudden you just see like a woman being stalked first person and a knife come down and you're like run and you're like yeah. oh, i'm witnessing a murder through the, the viewfinder it's pretty wild which would be a really fun experience uh maybe we should create viewfinders with like choose your own adventures where yeah. you have to solve a murder i mean i don't should i erase that from here it's i a don't great know it's idea. a brilliant idea it's a great idea but if yes. you choose this go to real two yes, if you yes, choose yep. this mm -hmm, go to real four mm -hmm. I just want to know, what the heck? Why aren't people making Viewmaster uh, reels anymore? Because your dad was saying yesterday, you would go to like an attraction, like a tourist attraction. Like, let's say you go to Niagara Falls, and in the sort of gift shop would be like a packet of Viewfinder reels. Um, is it just because everybody got cameras like, was this for people, like, when like there was just one person in the family who had a camera, and the kids didn't have one, and so you'd be like, ah, get them that little pack of pictures. Yeah, cameras cost $70,000, so uh, <laughs> I think we'll this go This is the family camera, get the kid a viewfinder. I had this exact viewfinder when I was a child. Ooh. The exact one. So, I don't know where it is, but uh, it's probably gone forever, and um, I don't remember, I, I remember just having, like, one reel in there, and the reel being, like just the animation stills man it's so cool i wish you guys could see it unfortunately podcast is just a audio experience yeah. but you have to trust us this is very rad what's interesting about the viewfinder is like if we wanted to show you 
what we're seeing, you'd have to just come here and look through the viewfinder. There's no <laughs> way for us to put a picture up of the stills. But yeah. you have to believe us. Yeah. You, you have, have to. to. It's cool to look through the pictures and also just look at everyone's outfits. Like I said that before, but like everyone is so well dressed. I didn't realize that people were just wearing like full on head to toe outfits and heels and big hats and gloves and stuff to Disney. Like I roll into Disney in some bike shorts, a fanny pack and a t-shirt that i cut the bottom off of yes you do these people look like they're dressed for like an afternoon recital i know it's wild i mean people used to get actually dressed up to go and do things that cost money it's yeah what a different time and not that long ago not that long ago but a ton of time ago speaking of recitals nick and i watched a live stream of my brother's graduation from his musical theater camp Okay, it was last night. He's in Raleigh. They're or not Raleigh. He's in um, North Carolina. They're doing a um, theater camp that is like because of the situation, you know, with the world. There was not going to be a live audience, so they broadcast it on YouTube Live, and we watched these kids do songs and dances of Disney melodies. Boy, oh boy, my little brother. He had on bow tie suspenders. <laughs> yes, he did. He was so cute. He was cute. I could have watched that over and over again. It was fun to watch it. Um, yeah, they, they split up the kids into a bunch of groups. They did some Grease. They did some other things. But uh, Ashley's little brother's group was all a Disney medley. Um, it was interesting the way they did it because uh, I guess normally this summer camp, you know, you go and actually watch the performance. Uh, but here they had to do it all on uh, the Internet. And they uh, kind of streamed it live to YouTube. And they went in the studio or whatever and, like, recorded a track, like, the night before uh, so that they had, could, could lip sync to the track. So, it, you know, the sound was good. It was a very interesting way. Why do you way. think they did that? Because you could not have done it. Um, you would not have sounded good um, live uh just the audio in the big auditorium it just wouldn't have sounded good they don't have like the mics for that yeah so they did it and um it looked very professional it was very cool um and it was a lot of fun to be sitting here in the clubhouse in the jersey shore and being able to watch a, a whole show that was going on in the middle of north carolina it was um cool shit i mean uh, we got i mean uh, we'll take anything as far as entertainment these days i yeah, mean especially since we had the internet down for a week we're like yeah now we're back i'm like i'm streaming everything mm-hmm. i mean for crying out loud i had to watch ashley roller skate down a street for like two hours hey later. now yeah. hey I mean, that was my <laughs> entertainment it was like watching ashley basically ashley's been roller skating in the basement of the house that we're in for like two months and every time she does it i get text messages from her going i'm so good at this look i'm so good y'all i have gotten good okay downstairs in the basement i'm spinning around i'm going back like there's a finesse there's a style and i was like wow i have really improved quadrupled my skills in quarantine she's like i can now not only skate backwards but i can do it with style yeah and you uh, know how hard that is ashley has been eyeing up this one street that's near a lake that's near where we're staying uh that we ride our bikes to all the time and she's like i need to get my skates out on this thing because i need to take my skills out on the road i need people to see what i've been doing it's less about people seeing what i've been doing and more about being able to skate for more than five feet without stopping at a wall right i want to be able to skate in a straight line i want to stretch my legs and there's a very particular street uh it's about a five minute bike ride away and it's so smooth we're talking very very smooth pavement so kind of batting around this idea with nick for a little bit like you know we'll ride our bikes over there i'll lock up my bike and then you just ride your bike next to me while i skate and i need to be able to skate backwards for a while because that's my new skill that i've learned in quarantine how to skate backwards i can do it in the basement easy peasy but can i do it on the street you know, I thought I, I need to just I, I want to work up some speed. You know, I want to I want to actually be able to do a turn backwards, which I can't do in the basement because there's not enough room. Um, and so we go there, we pack up everything, we go there. And then the first thing we see as we're locking up my bike. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Three cool dudes. Yeah. A couple of middle schoolers on skateboards were hanging out on the street and. Talking about Snapchat. Talking about Snapchat, and Ashley's locked up. She's like, God damn it, am I, are they going to make fun of me? And I was like, no, they're not going to make fun of you. And then I watched Ashley put about 12 knee pads, shin pads, arm pads, helmet pads. I mean, she really put a lot of pads on, and I was like, oh, they actually might make fun of you. 
this is the point. I have reached a new point in life. I don't know if you're here yet, Nick. Um, I'm not here yet. I'm uh, coming soon. I don't know if you're there yet, Nick. You might be. You might be. But this is a point I have noticed in the past, I would say, three or four years of my life, which is now when I get hurt, I just kind of stay hurt. Like, it takes things are still kind of sore after, like, time passes, which... Uh, before you know you get hurt I was hit by a car when I first moved to New York and yeah it sucked for like a month it was bad but then like you know three months later I was like I can still feel an ache when the rain when it rains type thing six months later brand new okay and that's you know that's the difference between a 23 year old body and and, a 33 year old and a 27 year old body you know those are the differences um no I'm 37 I can say it loud and proud but I would say since 34, 33, 34, um, I've noticed that if I get hurt, I kind of stay hurt. You know, I hurt myself two years ago in that um, CrossFit class that was like where all the reality stars were going. And um, I just kind of, my, my wrist is just still kind of like painful yeah. at times. So that's why I'm wearing so much gear. Okay, so back off. You understand me? Do you understand me? <laughs> I understand you. Okay, that's why I got to do it. I'm an old lady now. Um, I'm fresh 37, by the way. I should. Did I mention my birthday? Yeah. Okay. You're that in was, your 38th year, but. What sure. the hell? Can we just call me? I think I'm going to stay 36 you're for a in, while. You're in, yeah, you're mid 30s. I'd like to stay 36. Yeah, you could be 33. No one would know. Um. Oh, babe, that's so sweet. True. <laughs> so we go there. We see these punk ass kids. They clearly have the same idea I do, which is like, hell yeah, this is a smooth ass street. Let's yes, skate up and down it. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I got up on these skates. I started teetering around. Those kids, they skated by. They waved. They were like, hey, what's up? They were like, cool. So immediately, I felt accepted by the 12-year-olds on that street. Uh And I wasn't worried about them. What I was worried about was the actual street. I didn't realize that skating in the basement and skating on the street were going to be so different. Yeah. And I, I could go... You know, I could go straight, you know, forward, front facing. I could do that. I think I did that pretty well. Um, But when it came to skating backwards, no grace, no finesse. (laughs) It was like day one. And there I am trying to read. And Nick's like, yeah, this is like what you did when you showed me in the basement. I'm like, baby, I showed you that four weeks ago. I have made huge improvements. And then I kept saying to Nick, you got to come see me in the basement. Okay. Because I looked like I was doing a day one backwards skater. It was embarrassing. And uh, what was the problem? I still don't fully understand. I wrote, Nerves? I wrote my friend Katie, who's like a big time skater. She's um, been like, a, she's very good. She's been skating for years. Uh, and I asked her, like, what's the deal? And she's like, that can happen. She's like, even if you feel like the pavement's smooth, it's still going to be very different than the basement. You're just not going to feel comfortable. A lot of it has to do with confidence. And um, just not make, you know, make sure you have wheels that are out, outdoor wheels. I honestly don't even know if I have outdoor wheels. I don't know anything. Well, something you did find out is that your right, your right skate turns in. My right skate has been turning in for, since I got them. My right skate turns to the left. So if I just go straight and I'm on my right foot, I'm doing a hard veer to the left. But I've just kind of like, you know, I have adjusted for that, you know, body weight wise by shifting around. Um, and then I kind of thought like it was a tight truck or something, like maybe it would loosen itself out after skating and in the basement because of the limited movement, I can't tell. So I thought it was over. But then when we got on the street, I was like, oh no, it's very, very real. Now here's the thing. I don't know if you guys know about this, but roller skating is so popular right now. I did not know this until you enlightened me to this fact. It's so, so popular. Because I only know about blades, bro. I only know about roller blading. Roller skating has taken on, has spiked in popularity in the past three months, specifically because of quarantine. Everyone is roller skating. Everything's sold out. So like these, I have candy girl skates and I was like, maybe I'll just get their factory made. So like, you know, we took my skates um, on Saturday to get looked at to see if they could help. And they were kind of like, we can't really help because these are just factory made skates. And the best thing you could do is just kind of like play with your trucks, basically tighten and loosen. Um, 
But like, even if I wanted to upgrade my skates to some moxies or something like that, they're sold out. Everyone's been sold out forever for like at least a month or two. I'm on a lot of like Facebook groups and Reddit boards for skating. They've all quadrupled in numbers and it has a lot to do with TikTok. People are putting a lot of skate vids on TikTok and it just seems like that's everyone's quarantine activity. Yeah. I mean, we went through this when I was trying to buy a bike earlier in uh, the summer um we went to the uh secondhand bike shop and the person was like yeah we got like two here uh yeah so if it doesn't fit you you're probably not going to get a secondhand bike things are getting wild in the bike scene ever since core and luckily one of those bikes worked out for me i've also found this i mean early in this it was toilet paper people couldn't get toilet paper but you know what you can't get now high quality streaming cameras People are doing everything from their home, streaming things. And so if you wanted to go get like the Logitech, um, you know, webcam that uh, easily streams uh, you on your computer to the Internet, um, you cannot get them anywhere. Uh, wow. You can actually you can get a couple of versions on Amazon, but they're like resold. So they're upcharged like crazy. Something else you couldn't get for a long time is workout equipment, home workout equipment. If you wanted to buy a bench press, which honestly should be cost you like 80 bucks, um, it, you know, for a while and maybe still it's like three hundred dollars. Um, so, uh, I mean, even to get just weight delivered to your home, like, um, you know, barbells or weights for your bench or anything, everything has been upcharged so much. And it's interesting that the skate community has also seen this. Yeah, it's huge. It's really interesting. And, and like, I think it's, you know, I always feel like what I'm doing is like unique to, to me and my situation. And then I learned that like every other woman in my age group is doing the exact same yeah, thing. They're watching the same YouTube vids as you. <laughs> um, you know, like I started, I got these skates last year and I was like, yeah, I'm going to get really into skating and stuff. And then everyone's skating now. Um, but I don't want to, I, I think that's actually very cool. And I think that the more people who skate, <laughs> the better for me because if you can normalize seeing roller skaters on the street I will feel more comfortable because really that's what my problem came down to um last week skating on the street was not being comfortable I don't understand why someone would opt to roller skate rather than roller blade it seems like it's more street worthy those blades it's easier to blade around on a street than it is to roller skate on a street roller skate you can do so has so much more style finesse you can dance in roller skates i've never seen anyone dance in roller blades i bet you if you google roller blade dance you'll see some incredible videos roller skates have like there's just more style there you know, and don't come at me, rollerblade community. But rollerblading is like I want to go fast and straight. I was you know a blade. I, mean? I was a blade boy. Blade no, boy. I grew up in the blade era of uh, blading. But um, listen, guys, we had a big thing happen on Saturday that involves our apartment, and we're going to talk about it on the Patreon. Yeah. So um, sign up for the Patreon if you want to hear that. But without further ado, I think we should talk about Big Brother 22. Yeah, let's just talk about Big Brother 22. So um, this is our first foray into a, into a current Big Brother season. Yeah, we've never done that before. Uh, as you guys know, we went and binged uh, Big Brother season 10. Just Loved because it. Because it was uh, told to us that it was the the most important season of Big Brother, uh, and it was the best season of Big Brother. And we have nothing to compare it to, but we did enjoy that ride quite a bit. Ooh, Keisha's birthday. Oh, my God. So when we found out that there was a new season of Big Brother coming up um, and that we had some people that were rumored that we knew from the challenge that were going to be on it, we knew we had to jump in. The thing about Big Brother, as you Big Brother fans know, is like it's a it's definitely like a job because – it's on three times a week, and you can also, uh, with the CBS All Access, watch the feeds, which is just all day long. You can just watch Big Brother if you want. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot to deal with. And it's only been two of the three episodes in the first week of shows um, have aired at this point, and we've watched. But already, there's been like 90 podcasts of like speculation and you could go online and people are like telling you, like giving you recaps on what's going on in the feeds like all day long. It's so addictive. It's a lot. It's a lot, folks. And I'm going to watch the feeds a little bit here and there, but I can't be like a feed person. I really can't because what you're seeing is like the raw footage that eventually they will cut into a storyline if 
you know, if that storyline is warranted on the show. So you kind of know everything that happens before you actually watch the, the nicely packaged episode on television, except for, of course, the live, uh, you know, eviction that will mm. happen on Thursday or whatever. But um, or Wednesday, I don't even know when it happens. But regardless, we have watched the first uh, episode, which was last Wednesday, and that was like the live move in special. And then we watched uh, last night, which was Sunday, which was just like the Sunday episode where we got to see like a uh, safety competition and um, uh, the nominations we got to see on Sunday night. Uh, uh, Who was on the heads were on the chopping block. Who was on the block? Um, I'm sorry, but did you talk about Josh? No. So we didn't actually get you. You tuned out. I saw you tuning. Out. Yeah. I, I was just explaining where we were watching the show. If you're not watching the show. So the reason we, we started watching this show was mainly because of Josh. Josh. Josh has one big brother. He's on the challenge. And it was rumored that he was going to be on this all star season. And apparently this is pretty big that they're doing an all star season. They've only done one, which was season 14. They never did another one. Um, so uh, people have been waiting for this for a long time. And they're doing it. And it turns out Josh was going to be rumored to be on it. Casey, who also we met on the challenge, was to be rumored on it. Both were champions. Both have one yeah. big brother. Um, both but are the Josh. sole big brother. <laughs> yeah. Josh, Casey, also rumored to be on the show. Bailey. Um, Davon. And Davon, um, who are all people that we uh, grew to like from the challenge. We knew they were on Big Brother. Um and uh, then it was uh, finally revealed to us last Wednesday in the live move-in special who was on the show. Two people of that excitement uh, factor were not there, uh, and that was Josh and Casey. And uh, upon some Googling, we found out that the way that they al- are allowed to do Big Brother is all of the um, house, all of the, what do they call them? The housemates? Um, the- house guests. Yeah, because they're called HGs, house guests. Uh, So everybody, uh, all the contestants, um, were quarantined for two weeks uh, on their own, and then they are shipped into the studio where the house is, and they're all wearing masks, and they're talking to Julie, the host, and then they go inside. As soon as they get into the Big Brother house, because they're not allowed to leave, they can rip their masks off, and they've been tested like 100 times. Um, And apparently... A few of those guests were are rumored to have the COVID virus, and those rumors are Casey and Josh. Mm. So, th- I mean, that's a whole nother thing. Does do Appar- Josh does Josh have COVID? Apparently, they were out partying with Fessy in Florida, according to social media. And is, does Fessy have COVID? I don't know, but Josh apparently definitely had COVID. They are from florida i mean florida is a hot mess when it comes to the covid uh virus right now so i mean i i wish them so much luck down there and like what two weeks ago the challenge reunion casey and josh were in the same together room. doing pinky holding yeah, each other's they pinkies. weren't six feet apart so you know that's that he was not on the house um we were upset now I, I actually didn't realize that um, Casey was rumored as well, but they were like apparently locks Dang. as far as people who were supposed to be there. I learned we would have not gotten Memphis. Right. Memphis, Memphis was a replacement. Was asked about a week ago. So that brings us to who are the other people that we didn't mention who were excited about. Now, it just so happens, as I mentioned before, Ashley and I watched uh, Big Brother season 10. And um, two people who have never come back before are back, and they're from season 10, and that is Keisha and Memphis. Couldn't be more thrilled to see these two back. I mean, we watched like 40 hours of Keisha and Memphis uh, about, I don't know, a month and a half ago. I feel so lucky. And and, and, <laughs> and we we had to wait, I don't know, six weeks to get them back. People who watched the show had to wait like 20 years 10. to get 10 years to get Keisha and Memphis back in a house. So I do feel blessed that we were like, you know what? Let's watch this season. Because now we're kind of up. Now it helped me kind of get up to date on not only I know about Bailey, who's in the house, Davon, who's in the house, but I also know uh, Memphis's story. I know Keisha's story. Now, there's a slew of people I've never met before, and they are apparently very important to the history of this show. Um, A few who have one one woman who's played. This is her fourth time. Janelle. Who might be my new fave. 
Um, uh, and uh, not only that, but she was in an all-star season in 14 with another person who's back in the show, Kaser, who they were apparently aligned every single time they've played. They've played together now three times. And and so and it's, he was running the show last night. He really was running the show last night. So um, very excited to jump into this Big Brother universe. I um, love it. I, I mean, we're going to be checking in throughout the season. I, I promise this will not be a labor of love situation where we stop watching um, <laughs> I, I, I assume maybe we'll we'll jump back into labor love I don't know but I think you can probably tell Ashley and I are kind of excited over CBS reality shows we like Survivor we like Big Brother yeah and there's reasons for it they yeah. do it right over there I'm most excited about the fact that there's some sort of live event happening in this pandemic that we can check in on that aspect to me is exciting. I've been watching a teeny tiny bit of the pro sports that are back, but that's been a mess. Basketball has been kind of fun to watch, but baseball people are, are getting COVID all over the place because they're Jeez. traveling. It's not right. No one's going to get COVID in this house on, on, on Big Brother, and so I feel safe watching it Wow, because um, they are really, they are quarantined. I mean, yeah. that is the nature of the show. And... I already like to watch um, supplementary things based on the things that I'm watching. There's nothing better to me than a recap podcast. I mean, hell, we do them ourselves. But there's so much really quality content out there because the Big Brother fan base is fucking intense. Legion. It's uh, Legion, y'all. I, I mean, Ashley, you've been more uh, in it the last week. Uh, you've been kind of filling me in on certain things that are happening on the feeds. And mm. You have friends that are really into it, and I really don't have any of that stuff. I'm kind of getting cursory information here and there, but how would you compare the Survivor fan base to the Big Brother fan base? Mm, 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 mm. Well, I don't feel like I can talk on it, to be honest. Um, it's just okay. because... Well, you know, even if you can't talk on it, I will say that it seems to me that the Big Brother fan base seems to be more rabid because of the amount of access that you're gain you can, yeah, you're given. There, I see that the Survivor is not a live television show, but uh, Big Brother is happening as we speak. So there's so much more to pick apart and to scrutinize because we're not just getting that package that uh, CBS wants to give us once a week. We're getting everything live and not in person, but live on our TV screens. Totally. I mean, there's a kind of a drawback to that because sometimes the contestants are whispering and I cannot hear them on the feed. That is annoying. That's annoying. Sometimes the cameras cut off, like they go to a different feed or they just cut the camera. I don't understand what that's about. I will say something that was very cool was someone uploaded a clip of Bailey and Devon talking about the challenge on this Big Brother, yeah, in this Big Brother there's house. There's probably been a couple of uh, challenge sort of talks. I guess a lot of people are kind of like, hey, like, how was, how was your experience like? Because two people have been on the challenge yeah. on the show right now, and everybody else wants to know what the deal is. So, yeah, that's been interesting. I mean, there was some shit talking about Anissa. Yep. Doesn't like, seem like they like her that much. It seems like Anissa may have been a little bit of a bully that we didn't get to see on the yeah. show. It's, it, I, I don't know. I mean, this is hearsay, so we don't know. Who, well, I mean, you know we love Anissa, so it's, it's tough, but we also love Devon, and uh, we're beginning to love Bailey. I mean, she's a new friend of ours, but still. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, yeah, it's there's a lot to go through here. I also like, I mean, speaking of that, and you're talking about, um, you know, the challenge a little bit and the fact that they're talking about the challenge. I like that the fact uh, there's been a bunch of clips from the feed where they're just talking about being in Big on Big Brother. You love that. I do love that. I love that they're like, yeah, it's crazy. Like, Big Brother people are so weird out of the house. Or like, man, it's weird to be back in the Big Brother house. And like, what's up with your Big Brother experience? And yeah. To me, especially on All Stars, uh, it's like there's so much. Everybody's played the game before, some people multiple times. So it's like there's so much to talk about and compare that I think you're going to get a lot more shop talk when it comes to this. And I'm really excited based on my experience of watching season 40 of Survivor about how we're going to see pros play this game. And mm. we haven't really watched this enough to know the ins and outs of Big Brother. But much like season 40 gave us the the, the uh, infection that is Ooh. Survivor and kind of taught us, you know, in like a hyper way of how to play Survivor correctly or the do's and the don'ts and the moves that you make and the tropes. And yeah, I think that's what we're going to learn from watching this season of Big Brother. We're going to get like a crash test tutorial on how to actually play this game, the moves you make, the do's and the don'ts. I'm really excited to sort of uh, allow this to kind of get my foot in 
and we're probably going to enjoy some of these characters as they make big moves and act wow. crazy on television. And I imagine what we'll do is exactly what we did with season 40 of Survivor is go, hey, that person's really interesting. I want to watch that person's initial season. What I think is uh, interesting is how there seems to be, very similar to Winners at War, a split between new school and old school players. And that was something that dominated Winners at War, where all of the old school players got voted out pretty quickly. Now, two old school players were targeted last night. Um, and it seems like the new school players are in the lead because Corey, Polly's brother, didn't even mention Cody. that. Cody. Cody, Polly's brother, um, was head of household. And so I'm curious. I would like to see the OGs beat the new school because we saw new school beat OGs in Survivor. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I mean, yeah, we didn't mention that Polly's brother's on this Polly's show. brother. God, wouldn't it be great if it was Polly, though? Um, it would be great, but this guy seems interesting to me. Yeah. Um, and it seems like he's got a better history with the show. So I'm, I'm in it for the show. I want the show to be the best it possibly can be. And Polly kind of annoys me, but I would like him to be on the show. I miss him, to be honest. Um... Well, Ash, do you have anything else you want to say big about Big Brother? Um, no. Okay, well, you know, we're going to keep checking in back and forth. Folks, thank you for listening to this podcast. Uh, as I said, give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash realityblows. We're going to drop our first episode of August very, very soon. So make sure that you're checking in for that. Um, and, uh, you know, follow us on all social media platforms. Uh, you can check everything that we got going over at Reality Blows Podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Goodbye. Bye.